Welcome to Consults Over Coffee. I'm Dr. Michael Jones, and this week's topic is the Richmond real estate market. As many of you know, it's a crazy time in real estate. Prices are going up, inventory's down, housing starts are a little slow, building supplies are expensive and in short supply. It's a crazy time. Here to help me make sense of all of this is Matt Giroux of George Realty Group and Hometown Realty. Matt's a lifelong Richmond resident who's got a great feel for what's happening in the real estate market right now and what we can expect in the future. I think you're going to want to hear this. All right. Well, welcome to another Consults Over Coffee. I'm Dr. Michael Jones, and I'm joined by Matt Giroux, who is of George Realty, which is a, a subunit of Hometown Realty, right? Did I get that right? Yes, you got that right. And anybody who lives in the east end of Richmond or who lives up in Churchill probably ha- knows Matt Giroux because <laughs> his name's plastered all over everything up here, man. We do a little bit of work here and there. I mean, we just, you know, we just try and remain consistent, uh, you know, but, but yeah, so... Like, thanks for the intro. I appreciate that. <laughs> no, and 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 you know what I wanted to talk to you about because clearly, if if anybody knows what's going on in the real estate market in Richmond, it's you, right? We have, and, and and I think, you know, we're we're looking in there, there, there are a lot of really worrisome economic things going on at the moment. The pandemic is tapering off, but isn't gone. Yeah. And, and, you know, you look at the economy, something's got to give somewhere, yet the housing market here seems to be going gangbusters. Yeah. Which, yeah. So what's happening? You can update us on the market here a little bit. Uh, you have a number of different things happening all at the same time. And, and basically it is, um, it's an inventory issue. Uh, and we've had an inventory issue for many years. Um, and has just become quite, you know, apparent, I guess, more or more so apparent probably the past, you know, 12 months or so. Um, and so we were coming into the pandemic, we were, gosh, we probably had uh, two to three months of inventory at any given time, depending on what submarket you're working in, whether that would be, you know, uh, the East End Churchill, or that would be, you know, maybe like Salisbury and, and the Bonaire area. You know, we, so we still had a little bit of shortage of inventory in, in a regular market. About four to six months is, is pretty typical. And going into the pandemic, we, we probably had two to three months. So we were a little shy. So we were still having some, uh, some appreciation, some, some competition. However, entering into the pandemic, we, we, we cut down our inventory to about 30 days. So now all of a sudden, uh, you know, we're definitely short on inventory, okay? And, and so that, that, that's one thing, you know. That so when you say 30 days, does that mean like the number of homes that you typically would sell in a one-month period? So, so basically, yeah, that's, that's exactly what it means. So if you okay. stopped listing okay. houses, right, and yeah. you just said, hey, we're going to hold here and, and all the buyers will, will still be in the market, in 30 days, there'll be zero homes for sale. Okay. And, okay. Um, and that's what I mean when I say, you know, 30 days of inventory or, or, or two months or whatnot. Okay, so this in some ways sounds like we were just looking at running a car, and as you know, this is the same kind of deal, I think, right? Those guys, 
the, the, they let all their inventory go when the pandemic hit because they figured yeah. nobody was going to go anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so so now, now like renting a car may be the most expensive part of your trip if you can even find one. I hear, no I hear it's hard to So I guess similar, you know, not the same so, thing, but similar, similar market dynamics. Yeah. Supply and demand. I mean, really what it, what it boils down to is when, you know, the supply really uh, is very low and the demand remains constant, the prices go up. Are there, you know, and are, then there people, are there, are there certain segments of, of the housing market that are more affected, like in terms of, of, you mentioned a little bit about you know Bon Air and, and and in that area, but but certain certain neighborhoods or certain price points that seem to be faring better or faring worse. Well, it depends on what your definition of better or worse is. Okay, I, I would say that if you if you were to call me today and say you know Matt, I'm pre-approved for a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar house, you know, and will you help me? The answer would be yes. And I would, in the same very breath and the, the same very phone call, I would say, Mike, we are going to be riding, uh, you know, gosh, it's going to be five, seven, you know, or more offers for you, Mike. So we're going to be falling in love with many homes. And, you know, um, you know, there, there we'll have to relinquish some appraisal. We'll have to relinquish some inspection. And we're going to have to really give them a really great number. Um, and eventually we'll, we'll get, we'll get the house that you really like, you know, and it'll be a little bit of a process. Um, and if you were a buyer that was in the $350,000 range, I would probably, you know, say the same things and say that you would probably be writing, you know, three to five offers. Um, and, um, and as the prices, as the price points go up, and this is also very interesting too, um, even you would say, gosh, you know, I'm pre-approved for 650 to, to a million. And, and um, you know, Mike, I mean, that's also a very tight price range. And you'd be surprised wow. as to how many offers people are writing in that one. That's a, that's a very compressed price range as well. There's just not a lot of inventory, you know, that comes up um, in that sort of price point. So that's also feeling, that's also getting compressed, you know. Um, so it's a great time to sell and a tougher time to buy. It sounds like no question. And, and yeah, no question about that. And if you're looking to do both, I think um, my advice to people is gosh, you know, sell your house and try and do your best to, you know, get a rent back and just kind of understand that um, you might have to move in with family or rent a place for a while before you really find what you're looking for. Wow. So so. How, how long do you, do you see this going? I mean, how long is this going to last? Well, so coming back to my original comment about inventory. Okay. So, so, so we're down to about, you know, 30 days of inventory. All right. And this is, this is what, you know, as this pandemic is setting in. Okay. Um, and now we're, now we're introducing individuals from DC, you know, at a higher pace and Nova at a higher pace. And now, now we're bringing people in from New York and we're, we're bringing people, you know, Virginia, Richmond, Virginia is the, the third or fourth most moved to city in the United States of America. So we are now accepting population uh, that we didn't accept before. So that that further strains, you know, our inventory level. And with those new in, these new individuals that are coming, OK, you know, waiving appraisals or, you know, 450 becomes 525. That's no big deal. Um, we, 
like we just sold a house around the corner from you for 1.2 million. And, and for Richmond, people saying, wow, you know, that's the highest sale, you know, on in, in Churchill. Um, as uh, sorry, my, my dog's uh, coming upstairs here. Um, as, uh, it, there's ever been. OK. But when you looked at th this gentleman's house, you know, from uh, I believe he was from L.A. And, and what a nine hundred thousand dollar house in L.A. is compared to one point two in um, Richmond, Virginia. I mean, it is no comparison. No, exactly. Well, that's when when I moved down here from Chicago. I mean, certainly Chicago and L.A. are not the same real estate market by far, but but the trend was the same. Yeah. You know, you're you're. You're, the real estate market is much kinder here. Yeah, than it was then so. Yeah, it's you know it's still so relatively. Do you, see, do you see the real estate? Do you see that that inventory is going to catch back up and prices are going to come down, or what's going to happen with all of this? I I I hope so. Okay, I think that would make things a lot more normal for us all. But I think, truthfully speaking, I I don't know where it's going to come from. Um, I think that you, you've got certain segments like new construction, you know, in, in you know, Mosley, Virginia, kind of Southwest Chesterfield is just off the chain. I mean, you know, but you're waiting, you know, you're waiting eight plus months, you know, from contract to close, you know, maybe more like 10 months. But the problem is that, again, the issue of the inventory is, is kind of what is pushing some of these new construction markets. So, honestly don't know where you know we're going to catch another you know month of inventory or more to to settle this out anytime soon geez that's kind of grim i mean it's 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 if you're selling it's it's fabulous but if you're if you're buying it's it's kind of a grim picture it is it is difficult i mean it is very difficult um well, so let me the other side of then of this is with the rental market yeah. Condos, apartments, houses. How, what's that like? It's it is basically the same thing. And um, it is we just we just listed our, our newly built uh, quad building, uh, you know, uh, in North uh, Churchill uh, just uh, yesterday. And I'm flooded, you know, with emails. And, and I see all this going on and our management is taking care of this and setting up the appointments and things. But we are flooded within a day, we just inundated with people looking for rents, you know, rentals and um, seeming that, you know, the market is just, there's a shortage of, of units, no question. Um, so the, the issue is, is, is there as well. Wow. So, I, and I, you know, there's, I see a lot of, there's a lot of buildings, certainly like over in Manchester and, and more stuff down in rockets and all of that. I mean, yeah. And, and, Scott's edition. I mean, there's everywhere you turn around, people are putting up apartments or condos. Yeah. You know, is that, is that going to fill in an inventory need at some point or is just demand so far in front of all of this, that it's going to be hard to catch up. Um, I think it's a situation where it will, it will help. Um, it will help. Okay. Lay, lay down, bud. Lay down. It's okay. Well, um, it How's will he help. Doing? My How's he doing by He's the way? He's he's doing better. Um, okay, lay down. Virginia, Virginia, lay down. Um, he's got a um, something's going on with his with his um, his hip right now, and so he's he's got like a limp, uh, you know, back left leg, and I think it's just like a pinched nerve, and he just doesn't want to sit. It's okay, bud. Come on, come on. One second. 
Sorry about that. No. Um, so yeah, he's gonna be fine, and uh, he's just you know you get restless and and um, you're moving around, so that's what he's doing. Sorry about that. I understand. I feel the same. But, uh, <laughs> so yeah. so we we're talking about the 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 apartment or the rental inventory. You did that. You said that's gonna be tough to to close that gap as well. I I so yeah, I think we have a lot of supply that's coming. Okay, so we have a. a thousands of units i would imagine overall over the richmond area that are coming you know hundreds in churchill hundreds in scott's edition hundreds in, in manchester so i think that that's really you know that's going to be a temporary home for a lot of people coming to richmond looking for housing and um that is going to be you know something that is um that will hold us over for a brief period of time um but but again it's i remember 10 years ago when they were building the building at 21st in, in Maine and you know, the all the bankers had gotten together and, and uh, these guys were uh, monument construction, I believe it was, you know, it was 200 something units and everybody was skeptical about the absorption rate, very skeptical about it. And um, gosh, I mean, they did three phases of that building and they did the first one kind of all by itself and they leased it before they even finished the, the construction. And they just decided to do phase two and three all the same time. And they, the, the building has been completely occupied, you know, ever since. And, you know, no subsidence in, in, um, in, in vacancy rate. I mean, it's really. So it's, it, 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 it sounds like it's an, if you build it, they will come. Pretty much. Wow. Pretty much. What, what's happening with, um, with rental prices? Are they sort of paralleling, you know, home yes. prices that they're going up yes. as well? Very much so. And, and um, that is, and again, a lot of what we do in the rental is, is in an urban fabric. So we're talking about the consistency of the immediate surrounding area. Um, and, you know, but yeah, they're, they're really going up, you know, no question. Um, so I, I think that it is just the, you know, again, people are looking for housing. People are willing to sell their house and move into a rental or they come to Richmond and they say, hey, what's $1,500 a month for, for a two bedroom or $1,700 a month for a two bedroom that's, that's in a great neighborhood. I'll just hang out here for a little while and while I, while I casually kind of shop the market or get familiar with the space. And Yeah, yeah, I get that. It, it's interesting, I, I also wonder, and we, we've talked a little bit about this, as a consequence of, of kind of the pandemic and the impact on the economy, I mean, there were a lot of folks that were missing mortgage payments, right? Or not yeah. making their mortgage payments or were out of work. Yeah. I mean, you know, what, what, what's the bat, what's all that do? I feel then, like, well, I mean, people are going to look, people are going to lose their homes. I, I feel like we are going to have some reset here. You're, we're going to see some signs and symptoms, okay, of, of you know, things have people losing their jobs and being out of work for, for a period of time. You know, but, but we have a couple of factors here. This is super important, okay? So one, honestly believe that this is going to be in a, a sub 250 price point. This is going to be your entry-level buyer that is most affected. Uh, by by these things, your your service folks, your um, you know ground floor, you know workers. So so I think for the large part, you know, it, 
it's probably going to be, you know, in Holland Springs or uh, workforce housing like Colonial Heights and things of that nature that neighborhoods like that, that will really be affected much more so than in other areas like Churchill, you know, for example. Um, and, but at the same time, with the same very breath, Mike, what I'm going to tell you is, so let's just say that you are underwater and you couldn't make your payments. You know, let's just say, you know, the, you're at the end of the rope, you know, and your, and your note is, um, and you know, you're, they're, they're calling, they're knocking the door and sending you the love mail. And let's just say, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's worth $150,000 and, um, you know, gosh, I mean, now it's, now it's worth 175 post, uh, you know, post COVID. I think what you're going to find is you might have some foreclosures, but for the most part, um, people are um, going to um, sell those houses and they're going to turn over. Um, and I think that that is going to be a, um, you know, an unfortunate reality for the owners of those properties. But if they can break even and get out from under it, why would they damage their credit or why would they take a hit like that if they can avoid it? Right. I mean, that, that's, it's kind of brutal to have to sell your home. I lost you there, Mike. It, it, it's kind of brutal. It's kind of brutal to have to sell your home, right? I mean. Yeah, I mean, you know, and you're still a little, and, and you're frankly, still a little. Uh, if you're, if you're a renter, you're just kind of on the ropes at that point. I mean, but I, I get it. I mean, at least you're right. If you, if you have a home, it, at least you could, you could sell it. And it, this is some, it's a great time to sell. Yeah. You know? But then where are you going to go? You know, you, you, you got to rent a place and gosh, I mean, you're, you're basically paying the same payment or more, you know, and you're not owning, you know, yeah. so. Um, yeah. So that's, that's the thing that's weird. I, they're, they're, things look really good on, on the, the seller side of this, but I'm kind of wondering, you know, there, there clearly are some adverse economic forces at play here too and i don't know how that's going to impact the market in six or you know eight months or whatever it, it'll be very interesting i mean i think we're all going to live it you know and i think i think at the very beginning everybody was really on edge everybody was really on edge about you know um just liquidity as a whole and what the banking you know industry would do and um but i think that the fed pushed those rates down and, and gosh i mean it's almost like you know, money is so cheap right now that people are really, people really are borrowing, you know, a good bit and, and doing a, the financing of these projects has not subsided. So construction, speculative construction, you know, um, whether it be for apartment buildings or mixed use or multifamily or, or spec homes hasn't been affected at all. What, what, how, how of like lumber, because lumber prices while yeah. improving became insane. Yes. Yes. How did how did that factor into all of this? I mean, I I think that some people like that it rode the market up with, along with the appreciation and and let's and let's transition into new construction areas. I'm just going to make some generalized statements here that may be very accurate for Richmond and maybe not be accurate for other cities. But okay. you know, so where is this going on? Well, this is going on and and you know it's sprawl. Right. So we're going to go to a little place called Roseland or Mosley, Virginia, and buy a house in Roundtree or Newmarket. Or we're going to go to this new section of Wyndham that's just on the edge of Goochland. 
okay, that it's right behind clonalin, but you know, it's, it's, you know, is it glutin? Is it clonalin? You know, and, and, and all of a sudden, so the fall, this is a true story, Mike, we just closed that house in that neighborhood. And, you know, we put that home on the contract. I believe it was in um, late September of, of 2020. Okay. Late September, you know, so six months past COVID um, kind of thing. And, you know, I think the number was, I think the, I want to say the base price was like just under 600,000. Okay. The exact same house, the week of closing, okay, was um, 660, the exact same home. And people are, people are, 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 are paying that. And, and when I want to say when we were there in September, there was something like, I mean, I don't know, 30 or 40 lots that were like left in this little section. Well, there's two today. That's yeah. a significant, you know, a significant, um, so, so are you saying that the, like the lumber costs just, they just pass through right to the end consumer. Yeah. Right to the end consumer. And I think, I think with some of these multifamily projects, and I'm involved in a few, if, if you've already broken ground and the, and the, and that price is kind of uh, up there or you've already closed your loan and that price is already up there. I mean, it's one of these things like where it's kind of like, you know, you're not going to stall, you're not going to stop the project, you know, to, wait and see what happens. Your things are already moving. You're, you're, you're committed. You're going to move forward and you're just going to eat that cost, unfortunately. So there's some of that going on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I see. So like, if you're underway, you're more likely to just have to kind of suck it up. Yeah. And especially if 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 you're, if you're building from the, from the get go, if you just started today, you just factor those costs in there. I think it's one of those things where you just say, Hey, I'm, I've already committed and um, we're going to see it through. And unfortunately I'm, um, I'm going to have to pay a little bit more for these things. And what, what will save me will be the market appreciation. And maybe I'll break even on this when it's all said and done, probably make a little bit of money on honestly um, with how the appreciation has gone, or you'll get it back on um, if it's a multifamily building, you're, you're going to have to upfront the cash because you probably already closed on your loan and you'll just get it back slowly over time with the increased rent. So, you know, we were talking about lumber because that's what everybody is aware of, but, but other building supplies, I thought were, were somewhat in short supply, no pun intended. Right. I mean, yeah, no, I mean, it's very interesting. I mean, it's like, you know, roofing material, like it depends on how much you're ordering at a time, but but for um, you know, fifteen thousand square feet, let's just let's just put it out there that fifteen thousand square feet of TPO roof takes about four months, you know, to get, you know, um, and you've got all the money in your back pocket. You want to pay the folks, and gosh, you know, um, if it was today, it would be you know in uh, October when you got that, you know, maybe November. Wow. And that's very true. <laughs> Appliances, you know, are, are ninety days out. That's a very true statement. You can't get parts for things. So some things that, you know, were coming from China, you know, that you could get parts for it, it broke down and you needed a compressor or you needed some sort of circuit board. Right. Yeah. And you quite literally, you talk to the compliance guy, you know, and they say, um, just buy a new one, you know, because by the time we can get the part, it, it, you know, and the cost of it, you know, $700 for a computer board, uh, for a stove, you can buy a new one for a thousand bucks and it's brand new versus something that's four years old. So that, I mean, that, that also kind of affects your ability. We're talking about, you know, low inventory, right? Yeah. So, so it's really going to be hard to 
I mean, that makes it even harder to close the inventory gap. Well, what we're doing now, this is it's very interesting. It's, it's, it's mixed matched, you know, refrigerators. Okay. And I've got a deal right now that's getting ready to close. And, and, you know, the option is we can give you this fridge. It looks different, you know, still works the same. Um, or we can just give you a check and you can buy something else, you know, and, and what would you like to do? Because we like to close next week at some point. And, and again, the, the fridge that was delivered was all dented and messed up and everybody agreed that that shouldn't stay. But getting a new one is literally, you know, I think it's six weeks away. So, and they're move, supposed to move in next weekend. So we, there's some decisions that need to be made. Wow. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. Well, hey, man, I really appreciate your insights on all of this because it's, it's, it, it's a crazy time right now. It is very interesting, no question. And I, I think, you know, coming back to what may happen with these these foreclosures, we are going to know a lot more come um, November, December, January. We'll really begin to see what exactly we're up against at that period of time. I don't believe it's going to come, you know, this summer. I don't think it will hit this fall. I think it will lag you know, into later this year, first part of next year. Well, I hope it's not too terribly bad. I agree as well. Hey, Matt, if, if folks are looking to get a hold of a realtor, how do they track you down? Well, we can come to georgerva.com and find us or, or get us on our Instagram at georgerva um, or just drive around Churchill and, and maybe take a take a name and number down. But uh, <laughs> Plenty of George Realty signs in Churchill. Here and there, you know, here and there. Here and there, here and there. <laughs> well, hey, man, I really appreciate your taking the time to do this. Always yes, no problem. I appreciate the invite. Yeah, man. Well, that's another consults over coffee. We'll be back next week.